Hey, we are the Soul Searchers. Two regular folks with backpacks and making it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's going on? It's your favorite Soul Searchers, Andrew and Candace. We are in Roatan, Honduras, which is pretty awesome. We've really been enjoying it. And one of the things that we were most excited about when coming to the island is that you don't need a boat to get to the reef. And boy, has Andrew taken advantage of that. Huge. Absolutely huge. Um, not sure how many of you have been out to a Caribbean reef, but usually, yeah, there's some sort of boat in a, or a really, really lengthy swim. Um, depends on which way the island is facing, too, mm-hmm. because you get lots of waves. So even here on the, the, the island basically runs west to east. And the south side of the island is particularly wavy, mm-hmm. harder to get to that reef. But the north side, fantastic. Yeah, and that's where we're at. So we're staying in West End, which is kind of technically a touristy area, lots of restaurants and shops and things. But there's this bay called Half Moon Bay, where if you've been to Roatan, you probably know where Half Moon mm-hmm. Bay is. And it's just a block from our house. And there's incredible reef, incredible snorkeling all over each side of the bay yeah tons of really unique fish and stuff you wouldn't normally see Mm -hmm. also all from snorkeling you just need a mask so one of the things that we did early on was we were invited to go fishing with these people that we met and so we went on this big fishing excursion we're basically where the boat fishes for you yeah like sport fishing yeah every once in a while the reels go off and you're like trying to crank it as hard as you can and there's a special like weightlifting belt with a uh, pvc beer cup holder basically in the yeah. front and you set your rod in that like near your belly right. button to give yourself leverage because these fish are huge this is real fishing not lake minnesota wisconsin Blue yeah it's fishing. definitely not calm and relaxing but one of the things or afterwards when they were cleaning the fish they were kind of dumping the fish guts into the bay and even all the fish that you saw while they're just dumping the guts. I mean, we saw a massive puffer fish, a cool stingray. Mm-hmm. There was like all sorts of really long, some barracuda, some cool fish that we could literally see just from the dock because the water is so clear and awesome. Yeah. So we just figured... eating up their buddies they were <laughs> swimming with. Hey, it's the ocean, man. Fishy <laughs> fish. So we thought we'd go into just some of the things that we have seen underwater over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And should I start with my favorite thing first? Yep, seems right. seems like here, the best here choice. Here we are. So go ahead, hit pause or leave it running in the background and head over to the internet because you need to see this. It's called <laughs> the blue angelfish and I think it is the most majestical. Isn't it the queen angelfish? Isn't that what he I said today? I think he was calling it like the queen of the sea oh, or queen okay. of the... Oh, okay. I thought but, that was an official name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a blue, it's almost bright vibrant purple it's so mm-hmm. blue and it has this ri- and when the sun's coming through the water and hits it it's unbelievable and, and it's massive scale. it's like the yeah. size of a pizza yeah and it's just gorgeous so look at blue angel fish and you'll see the cross like scaled mm-hmm. pattern of the blues and yellows reflecting off the sun it is majestic yeah. I, I chase those things wherever i go <laughs> i'm swimming snorkeling wherever i see one of those i just chase it Yeah, so you saw one when we were scuba diving today, right? A bunch, Mm -hmm. yeah. So then I just follow those beauties around as much as I can. Yeah, we went out to... This is our second scuba diving trip 
while we've been here on Roatan. And we've been going with the same guy, Reno Jackson. He lives just down the street. He's a local, so we like to support him. He's born literally in that neighborhood and set up shop. I mean, so. it's wild. Even since knowing Reno and sitting and talking to him, we've met his nephews and his brothers and his cousins and like yep. just everyone We're is all right here. In between our dives today, he sees his brother's boat. Literally. So yeah. we, we just went pull and up just <laughs> and just hang out in between dives because you mm-hmm. got to give your body a rest. We just hang out and just shot the breeze with his brother for yeah. an hour. <laughs> was it that long? Yeah, because that was, we were down there. We dove for an hour, yeah. like 60 something feet. So we had to, then you've got to do these rest intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we sat for about an hour trying to warm up. No and wonder I got sunburnt. Yeah, <laughs> it happens quick. Yeah, so um, he took us to some really cool spots. And today, when we first started, so we go down and it's just this sand patch. And there's some pretty cool corals that were kind of swimming mm-hmm. by. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Not like particularly special, but it's cool looking. Right. Great. And then he just kind of goes down and follows this sandy slope. And it's weird looking. Like if you were to stand on a beach and you're looking out at this white sand beach that just goes on, that's what this looked like underwater Mm -hmm. and it was just at a sloping downhill and it just went into the blue like there was nothing that you could see out there and he calls me over and then he starts he makes the hand motion for eels and he starts pointing all around and i'm going okay cool eel i want to see it where could not for the life of me get my eyes on it now mind you reno is just incredibly good at spotting things Mm -hmm. he spots turtles when we're on the boat he's you know and i'm like what speck right uh he he likes to look at these tiny little almost microorganisms Mm -hmm. that uh, are really cool looking he gets pretty fascinated by those and so i'm like okay it's hidden somewhere i gotta really look for this eel and mind you when we normally see eels you'll see this ball of coral Mm -hmm. with different types of coral shooting out all over the place and the eels they're like uh think of a big snake i guess you'll see an eel head pop his head out of this coral and his mouth is always open that's Mm -hmm. his defense mechanism his her it and i don't know (laughs) genders of eel and um there are two genders in the eel world i'm pretty sure and who knows really have we really gone into the psychology of eels don't like the seahorses have like weird don't the men get pregnant Yeah. yeah see weird stuff underwater anyway the mouth is always open and it's like taunting you basically it's yeah. like hey this is where i live if you're gonna come near don't come any yep, closer i'm gonna bite you <laughs> so we're looking for a good sized eel with its mm-hmm. mouth open well like, he had even told us that there are sometimes seven foot long eels right down in uh, the coral around the island and so that's what i'm looking for and so finally he kind of gets my attention and he holds up his pinky and he starts wiggling his pinky at me and i'm going what (laughs) you want some tea i don't understand (laughs) and then finally i get it all this seagrass in front of me in this big sandy patch are actually tiny eels so there are hundreds of them all sticking up from the ground they've just burrowed little holes into the sand and they're sticking up just like grass i mean they're like three four inches maybe like around no like out of the sand some of them are like six to ten inches out of the sand but they're about the width of a pencil yeah around they're super tiny night crawler just kind of like sticking Mm -hmm. its body out of the sand yeah and i'm going oh 
oh my gosh. I mean, once it clicked, it was the coolest thing. And you'd kind of start to swim over it and all the little eels mm-hmm. that Hundreds. look like seagrass just whoop, pop down into their holes. And so they just disappear. You can only see from, you know, maybe three or four feet away before they're like, peace. Yeah. And it's just way different. We were not expecting that at all. Yeah. It not was really normally cool. the kind of eels that we're seeing. Yeah. So they're garden eels that which makes yeah. sense because they literally look like grass. Yep. So that was really cool. And then we saw our first, I saw like, well, Reno pointed out a turtle in the coral. Mm -hmm. There's like this sloping uphill of coral and the turtle is just like kind of wedged in between this path of coral. And I was like, is that thing dead? Is it like, because it was on the ground, like kind of wedged in there. Its fins were all tucked in and I didn't see this, but you said it's it was holding on to the coral yeah. with its mouth. Yeah, it was like biting it underneath to like keep himself down. Because of course, turtles need to breathe air yeah. so they can only be down for so long. But Reno said that it was sleeping, which I'm like, mm. I don't think I'd sleep underwater if I was a turtle. Maybe that's how it holds itself in position instead of just drifting while it right. sleeps. Right, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So then it woke up and hung out with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not as much as the turtle on our first dive, though. That's true, yeah. This, this turtle on our first dive was a bro. I mean, he wanted to just hang with yeah, us, he was down swim with us. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit when we go to those dives. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, the in the back but of yeah, that but yeah, one but yeah. today, it had the two like algae sucker fish that people put in their fish tank, basically. Mm-hmm. Bigger versions of that, like a foot long, two of them attached to the back of the turtle. Mm-hmm. And so the back of the turtle shell was pristine. It looked really beautiful. These little sucker fish keep it super clean and they just go wherever the turtle goes. It looked like a painting, the yeah. turtle shell. It looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, and so we pretty much swam through coral for the rest of that dive. We didn't really see much more. I mean, we did see one cool school of like all black fish. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. They were almost like angelfish, weren't they? Yeah. And they like descended on this coral and were eating something. And then yeah. they all went off together. And it was probably like 20 or 30 of them. But just the pure black was really really cool yeah against this bright blue water Mm -hmm. it's just a it's an odd setting yeah the coral itself was awesome i mean once we got down to because where we were at with the eels the like grassy eels then you looked up and the coral behind you was actually like a wall Mm -hmm. of coral so it was super big and one of my favorite things are these big um barrel sponges yeah that's what they're called barrel Sponge or barrel coral? No, sponges. Barrel sponge, okay. Yeah, and they're... Looks like a cannon. It literally looks like a cannon or sometimes, you know, like a big vase. Yeah, And there, right. there's one that we went over, probably could have fit three of me inside there. Yeah, Because it they're was just trippy. so big. And every time you see one, you're like, oh, what's in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's in that? So you swim over the top <laughs> of them and you look down in there. Yeah, there was... On this p- specific one, there was a lot of like neon sponges. Right. Which was really cool. The yeah. colors on this coral... Yeah was totally my aesthetic. I loved it. It was like this moody neutral. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. And I think like, uh, for me, it's so vibrant and almost fluorescent, like light blue. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like glowing. And and he said that you can put these like UV lights on them in the dark because people do night dives because they're crazy and they want to be in a pitch black <laughs> setting i yeah, guess I don't know with sharks that. and stuff so they go down there with these flashlights and uv lights and you can put it on these specific coral and uh they'll stay lit up in mm-hmm. the dark sounds pretty awesome yeah 
Yeah, it was really cool. So yeah, those ones were like these little bright neon pops. And the rest was, honestly, it was a lot of brown. Brown, mm-hmm. but like, I just love the little plants that grew that mm-hmm. were like, uh, like olive colored, almost like moss that grows yeah. onto the plant or like gold flakes. Yeah. It almost looked like some of it had gold flakes and these deep purple like staghorn mm-hmm. coral that looked like, like big moose antler kind of things yeah, almost and it looked like velvet yeah it looked like right. purple velvet yeah. and then some big i don't know what those like stick ones are that are really really long yeah they almost look like a fire coral but yeah longer yeah kind of and but those were like bright yellow mm-hmm. and like a little bit of mustard yellow in there and i'm telling you it was the whole look yeah it's pretty awesome the whole moody look today and then the other really cool thing we reno didn't see them but they were like little translucent shrimp he was yeah. thinking so they were like these tiny little clear body that was cool with these bright blue spots and then they had like these tentacles and um, they're really, really tiny, so you had to really get up close. Oh, and then a razorfish. Mm-hmm. We're following around this clear, almost clearish, whitish little fish. And then I turned my head for half a second, and then it just took off. And I was like, where did that go? Yeah. And it just dove into the sand. It yeah. buries itself. So I'm just, I'm like facing Andrew when this happened. And I was kind of looking at the coral. And all of a sudden I look and see Andrew and he's looking underneath himself. I thought around it like up. underneath me or attacked me or something. I yeah. didn't know. And this fish had kind of been hanging out near me for a while. And I was like, there is no way he got away that fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just hiding under, under the thing. But yeah, honestly, I would say this coral looked like like an Instagram influencer's bedroom. Mm, the colors. The colors. The, the setting. The yeah. colors and like there's some coral that looks like the pampas grass, you know, the stuff, the right. big fluffy, feathery, dried things that yep. people put in vases now. And yeah, that just looked really cool. It's a whole underwater world and it's really bizarre. You want to stay down there yeah. all day because we've been doing 50 minute dives. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the average is 40 to 45 minutes, depending how cold you are, how deep you go and how much oxygen you consume. I consume the most. So I always end the dive early. Yeah. He consumes the most and gets the coldest. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, you even had two wetsuits on today. Yep. I look like a freak, but it's okay. I just want to <laughs> stay warm. I want to stay down there as long as I possibly I can. I get it. I get it. What was something else that we saw? Oh, we saw anemones. Mm-hmm. The little anemones that grow into the coral. So these ones were really cool because they looked like these feathery fans, almost like a Venus flytrap. So they were mm-hmm. open like that. And I remember you pointed them out first and you're like, oh, look, this one. Yeah. It'll it'll close up. And you did like the close up motion with your hand. And I thought you meant it was going to like, hump. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, hump. That's how it was going to close up. But yeah. it just went, it and sucks, yeah. sucked it in, into its little stem and it just yep. disappeared. And then it comes back out. And I think they probably get sunlight. It's probably why they're out there hanging and floating. But yeah, it looks a little bit like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. Don't you think they collect like algae and yeah, stuff too? Yeah, probably. They probably need all of that. Well, we got to do some biological research. Yeah, we're just here as like water tourists, not water scientists. I know. We're well, just... it's cool. Like Reno knows all the right. like scientific names of everything. And if we had a million dollars, we'd just keep going diving every day. Mm-hmm. And just for a reference, it was about $50 per dive in Mexico. And usually you do two tanks. Mm-hmm. And here it's 30 to $35 per dive. Yeah. So 
you're saving 20 bucks per tank and you're doing two tanks each so it, it adds up pretty quick and you're not going far but, on the boat which right? is so nice yeah so if you're seasick a lot or rough waters you literally it's a five minute drive i mean you can most, go you're in any site you want anywhere yeah anywhere around the island and it is just so cool and yeah so then let's rewind a little bit to our first dives that we did with reno here on the mm-hmm. island and that's where we saw our sea turtle bro yeah that's and, where he was hanging out yeah so andrew told reno that like i was pretty jazzed about seeing sea turtles which is true and so he took us to kind of some of the spots where they tend to hang out and the first spot we saw three sea turtles on the surface while we were getting ready to go yeah. in and then once we went in we didn't see any You're like where did they go <laughs> where are they hiding which Honestly, with the one we saw hiding today, who knows? They could have been hiding in the coral. Yeah, and visibility is probably, what, 30, 40 feet? Yeah. And then, so they could be just beyond that range, too. You just mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, what else do we see on the very first dive? There's always some random huge fish. Like yeah. Like, saw this big grouper-looking thing in there. They're kind of ugly. I guess they're good <laughs> eating. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, you'll see some random... A lot of big, big parrotfish. Bigger fish. Yeah, the, and the parrotfish. That's another one you should look up. Um, they're like a rainbow. Think like mm-hmm. a island Skittles rainbow they colored fish. Kind of like opal, like fire opal. Yeah, with all the different blues and pinks and oranges. Mm-hmm. Almost iridescent. But then it's got this nasty little beak face. Yeah, it's got these little <laughs> chompers in the front. It's just always attacking... Um, it's either attacking the coral with its little ugly beak mouth or it's pooping out everywhere. Always pooping. Okay. I'm sorry, but always pooping. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet, but I say this every time we scuba or snorkel. Whenever you're doing something underwater, you are mostly just watching fish poop. Yep. I mean, think of grabbing like a small handful of sand and then you just throw it in the water. Just sprinkle it along. That's what fish poop looks like. Yeah, it's just kind of like floating and yeah, cruising along. I mean, I laugh to myself because it's always like within the first two minutes, I sink all the way down to the bottom and it's like, whoa, we're in this whole underwater world. And all of a sudden, fish, there's diarrheas in front of your face. Like, And you're always trying to get like near fish and check them out and see them and then it's like yeah it's like like a defense mechanism to just drop bombs on you oh it's so funny i wonder if fish poop stinks can't smell it underwater oh my gosh how would we know does it smell like human poop you'd have to like catch it and bring it up to ew you'd also have to dry it like (laughs) i don't know i don't know i feel like if you took human poop out of the toilet you'd smell it immediately it's true I don't know. Anyway, we got to move on. I can't, yeah, that's I can't our, live. I can't live in the poop conversation. That's our middle school uh, interlude there. Poop we should jokes. make a poop podcast. Poop podcast. Everybody poops. You'd be surprised how much it comes up in our daily life. What? <laughs> um, okay. So then uh, the second dive, we, which, okay. Still the first time I was going to say the, second the first time out with Reno, but the second tank that day. So yep. it was a little bit later in the day. Um, we dropped down into this really tall coral. That was mm-hmm. that coral was really cool. That one reminded me of the Little Mermaid. That's mm, what I kept thinking because it had right. all those staghorn yep. ones that just looked majestic. It looked yep. like we we're in Princess Ariel's castle. Yeah. And if you want to look any of this up, this is the Mesoamerican barrier reef so mm-hmm. it's the same one that ran all the way up the coast all the way up to playa del carmen where we were diving up yeah. there it's just a lot closer here and a lot clearer water yeah so still the second largest reef in the world so if you need some more images mm-hmm. google mesoamerican 
barrier reef. Or just second largest barrier yeah, reef. Yeah, right. You'll see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one was really cool. And then the turtle that we saw was, I think, a little bit younger because it was a little bit yeah. smaller. And he was like tucked under a shelf, basically. Mm-hmm. And Reno pointed him out. And so I just kind of drifted down there and just floated right in front. Of, I mean, I just watched him because I was just very mm-hmm. intrigued. And, and then I came tagging along. Mm-hmm. When somebody points something out, you start kicking as hard as you can. You yeah. are like, what do they see? I got to get there. Yeah, exactly. Because you never know if it's just going to disappear. And sometimes like it might even be a shark, but you're swimming out as fast as you can because yeah, you exactly. want to see what it is. <laughs> that was like what you did to me with the barracudas when we were in yeah. Puerto Aventuras. He's like pointing it out. And I'm like, what is it? What is it? And then I see that it's this massive 50 pound. Two foot long barracuda. Two foot. That was like four feet long. I don't know. They're huge. It was huge. And I got the heck out of there. Yeah. She swam all the way back to shore as fast Mm -hmm. as she could. Not interested. So yeah, we're both hanging out by this turtle. And then we start to like come up a little bit. And it starts to swim out. And normally they just take off at that point. Yeah. They They go up for for air. air. Or they just get away Mm -hmm. from you. And this one hung out in between candace and i yeah the way that he came off the reef he kind of looked at us and i mean if a turtle could cock his head he basically did kind of gave us this who are you what are you doing here what are you guys doing and kind of got i mean swam close to us Mm -hmm. the other turtle the turtle we saw today he like waited till we were gone and then swam as far as he could in the other direction This this guy though was hanging with us. Yeah, little like dude, yeah. sup, sup, bro. And so then literally swam right in between us. We're only two three feet apart. Right. Swims right in between us and just stayed there mm-hmm. for a little bit, like swimming with us. It was the coolest yeah, thing. It's awesome. And and then of course. I hadn't quite figured out my goggle situation, so I was kind of like a little fuzzy. There was like some water in there or whatever. And I look behind Andrew's head, the turtle's in between us, and I see water kind of glistening <laughs> off this rounded shape. And so I give Andrew the super surprise face. I'm like, oh Big my gosh, eyeballs. look behind you, look behind you. Because I, honest to God, thought that there was dolphins behind you. <laughs> and I'm staring, I'm turning back and I'm like, what? What? And it's always frustrating underwater because you can't talk. Right. So somebody's pointing something out and you're like, what i know what is it and then i looked back at reno and he gives like the shrug arms like i don't see what you see and i'm like oh well crap if he doesn't see it then i'm an idiot so then i look again oh yeah no it hasn't moved it's a rock yeah not a dolphin nope it's a rock so you you're the <laughs> swings and emotions yeah it's and so then, intense yeah or when reno he carries like a a little piece of metal like carabiner basically and when he sees something and wants our attention because you're not always just looking at your guide right he starts banging on his tank and when yeah. you start hearing people bang on their tank your eyes are wide your heart starts racing you're swimming as fast as you can to wherever yeah. everybody's pointing so yeah it's super fun that happened a couple times today with rays there was a lot of stingrays yes. today huge stingrays too mm-hmm. and they, they come in all I, we, once again, we should do more research. We're just so busy here. We just don't have time to look up research, you know? <laughs> just kidding. That was uh, sarcasm. Um, but we should really know more about the types of rays because some have really short tails. Some have really mm-hmm. long tails. Um, and they will barb you and stab you yeah. if you... More so if you step on them. They're yeah. they're pretty... Uh, they, they don't want anything to do with no, you. Even if you get chill. close, they just take off. Well, and... Except the one that was hiding today. I know that one Buried that was hiding was like under some sand. I I was trying to put myself in that Ray's mind because his, you could see its little eyes, you could see its tail, but the rest of it was covered by sand, and we were getting pretty close to it. Yeah. And I'm just like imagining this Ray's going, ha, 
fool them. They don't even know I'm here, suckers. Or come a little closer <laughs> and I'm going to jab this barb into you. And I'm like, what kind of mobility do they have with that tail? Can he like curl it up over his head? Can he move it whichever way? Because it usually just drags behind them when they're swimming. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we got to get a Ouija board and ask Steve Irwin. Yeah, or maybe we just... Oh, oh no. no. Snuck sh- that one in there. I was going to say something Oopsies. else. R.I.P., bro. R.I.P. indeed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Steve and your family. Oh, my word. Bindi. Well, speaking of getting stabbed, um, Seth came to visit from Wisconsin. Did Seth get stabbed here? We were out late one. No, I'm kidding. So (laughs) uh, Seth and I were out swimming (laughs) off of, there's a big resort on West Bay. So we're in West End. You go to West Bay. It's the Mm -hmm. most like West Southern point of the island. And beautiful sand, nice beaches. Everything's resorty kind of down there, but they're cool. They let you come through and be in that area anyways we snorkel out and there's these cool channels that you snorkel through big wide channels deep coral everywhere it's amazing just with a snorkel you don't have to do the whole dive and all that so the reef comes all the way up to the surface of the water and then you go out maybe a hundred yards or so Mm -hmm. and then it's just a wall drops Mm -hmm. off hundreds of feet and you look out and you feel like a speck of dust floating in this huge expanse of nothingness you're staring out into it and you're like oh this is where i get lost out at sea and die now every time i'm there i think of nemo yeah remember nemo don't leave the reef right nemo but i want to touch the butt (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you turn but then you turn around and you're like oh the reef's right behind me still but Mm -hmm. it's just the sheer drop off of this reef is un unbelievable and seth was like that is the best snorkeling i've ever seen in my whole life and it's him and i did incredible some yeah good snorkeling in jamaica and he's been some other times and he saw his buddy steven here and went a little bit uh northwest on the island so anyways on our way in we're in like a foot deep of water maybe oh, two yeah, feet yeah 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 okay so this is where we're it. getting to the stabbing i get it so it's just a long story so we're on our way in and we're coming in and there's these two fish that are blending in with the rocks and you could probably stand right there right totally it's only two feet deep yeah yeah we're just floating around tooling around looking for rocks and Mm -hmm. stuff you might step on which thank god we did because we see these two ugly ugly fish and you're gonna look them up look up scorpion fish and we didn't know what they were we had no idea at the time we come and i'm showing seth and we're kind of underwater you're not really talking we're sticking our head up because only two feet of water i was like do you see these things like yeah rockfish look like rocks mm-hmm. and they're like a mossy ugly covered rock and they don't move they just sit dead still like a rock so i'm like oh cool seth knows more about the ocean than i do he knows it's called a rockfish <laughs> awesome so we come in and i'm talking to my buddy coleman the other night because they're also killing a lot of lionfish here because lionfish are super invasive so you can go down kill them eat them whatever coleman goes you got to look up this guy this crazy guy gets stabbed by stuff and stung by stuff all the time so like intentionally intentionally so he he's on youtube the lionfish and then sticks his hand in a tank with sticks it sticks the back of his hand on top of the lionfish and Insanity. gets because there's venom in these little barbs spikes yeah, yeah spikes that come out of the the lionfish so anyways get on the youtube rabbit hole the next video these guys that like pain on the history channel or whatever get stabbed themselves with a scorpion fish and i'm like wait a second i know that fish i know that big ugly fish that's the that's 
that's Seth's rockfish. And so then I send it to Seth and I was like, dude, we were hanging out and almost stepping on and staring right in the face of these scorpion fish, super venomous, barbed scorpion fish. Yeah, the guys who got stabbed by these on this video that we watched, they were crying. I mean, falling over in pain. So... Do yourself another little rabbit hole search. Watch getting stung by a lionfish. You're assigning a lot of homework today. Yeah, and getting stung by a scorpion fish. And Mm -hmm. Seth and I, and it was like in two feet of water. That's the sketchy part is because they kind of just wait Mm -hmm. there with their barbs out and wait for people or things to get stabbed. Yeah, that's (gasps) really interesting. Well, yeah, because there's, I mean, uh, that's always something to be aware of anytime you're in the ocean because rays sometimes hang out in shallow water. That's why you do the stingray shuffle where you just kind of you know instead of taking big steps in the ocean you're supposed to like slide your feet across the bottom so you scare it off yeah so you give rays a heads up and sea urchins they're like the little spikes yeah the black spiky balls yep and those will those little barbs will like break off in your feet and then you gotta like pick those out so luckily none of that has happened pray for us Seth and I almost got into a bunch of those in Jamaica. <laughs> you guys are bad luck together. Yeah. Here they're not so much like in the sand. They're just embedded in coral. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so things to be aware of and look yeah. out for. But yeah, the the that's one of the things that we really do love about Roatan is you can just scuba or snorkel and you both see really incredible mm-hmm. things each time. I mean, even when we did some snorkeling in Mexico, it was like cool. It's just okay. It was just okay. Yeah. It was just okay, except for the place where we went and saw... Yeah, that was a... Pr- the turtles. ...protected area. Right, and a protected was, reef. And you pay 35 bucks each to get out and swim with right. all these tor- turtles and protected reef. Right, but here, you literally just walk yep. into the ocean from the beach, yep. and you can do all of that for free. And, there, you know, you don't... Two of the areas that we typically go are more or less protected from boats, too. Because mm-hmm. when I was in Barbados there is these jet skis always flying by and you can Ooh. hear these echoes of motors underwater. Mm-hmm. Everything travels really far. And so when you start hearing that buzzing, zzz, mm-hmm. you know, boats, jet skis, stuff like that are coming at you and you're like, yeah. uh, get out of the way. You're going to get run over. Well, during our first snorkel or scuba dive yeah. um, trip with Reno, that was the first time a boat had ever driven over me. While over we were, the top of our heads. Yeah, which I mean, we're... 30 30 feet down so it's not a big deal but there are of course so many boats taking other people out for scuba trips and fishing boats and things like that and yeah this was a huge boat too and i felt it vibrating in the back of my skull yeah like i looked to reno because i'm like should i be nervous (sighs) and he was just swimming along no big deal and i looked up and those the boat was right over our heads and you can see the motors and the boat going yeah. right up. And it's, yeah, it's trippy. Because the sound travels so yeah. far. I mean, you could have a boat 500 feet away and you still hear it. Yeah. But yeah, this one was like vibrating yeah, you always gotta my be on, skull. Got to be on high alert, especially out snorkeling. And a lot of people have little inflatable buoys and things. But when you're diving, like let's say you're dropped in it at your point where your boat's tied up and it's buoyed off. You might drift a little bit down and come up in a different place boaters can't see your little scuba head that pops up out of water right so the boat driver's got to be really on it Mm -hmm. and they're looking for these little bubbles that come up in little groupings yeah to make sure oh okay divers might be coming up over here yeah so they don't run anybody over i'm 
continually impressed with the like ca- boat captains around here yeah. the things that they can spot in the water because to me as i mean the water's constantly moving you just see reflections of sunlight yep. and waves and yeah but yeah. they see oh there's you know a turtle that comes up over there oh there's bubbles over there oh there's that over there and yep. it's really impressive so that's you know what you pay for is oh, those experts quick thing yeah since we're since we're talking about being in boats when we went out fishing with mm. Um, actually Reno's cousin, Enric, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went out fishing with him on the way in. We saw a pod of dolphins. Yes. It was so cool. And we saw him maybe like, I don't know, 40 yards out or something. We're like, look, dolphins, dolphins. Yep. And it was like two or three. We're like, that's yeah. so awesome. And Enric just drove right at them. I was like, dude, what are you going to do? Chop the dolphins up? Oh, dude. The dolphins were down to play. Yeah. They were so ready to just like ride with the boat. So they were riding right underneath the front of our bow. Yep. And then they'd kind of drop down and go to the other side and You're jump going all like over. 20 miles an hour at least. There ended up being like 15 dolphins yep. too. And they're playing in your waves and your mm-hmm. wake. And they're right on both sides of the boat just going with you. Dolphins are so cool yeah you just cut the boat hard one way and then they're coming in the turn with you yeah it was amazing it was really cool i was like i want a dolphin okay in fairness where we saw those dolphins is very close to where we did our second dive mm-hmm. so that's why i thought well hey maybe right. the dolphins hang out here right although it was really interesting because re- maybe that's where anthony's key resort is no what are you talking about? Anthony's Key Resort has dolphins there. Yeah. But I don't know if they're like trapped or if they just like feed them regularly and let no, them go out and come No, they're trapped. Back. Okay. They're in dolphin prison. Yeah, they're in dolphin prison. Dang, sorry. I know. So we got, see wild dolphins. Yeah, we saw wild dolphins. And it was interesting because Reno said, because I saw dolphins on my first uh, dive in the ocean too, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And, but they a hundred percent looked like they were on a mission. Like they were Mm -hmm. going somewhere. They were underwater. They weren't above playing. Yeah. They were like low to the ground, super deep, just, you know, staying the course. And he goes, oh yeah, if you see dolphins moving, there's a storm coming. You got to watch out. So that was really interesting. It's fun to pick up these seaward knowledgeable things. Right. (laughs) That we're figuring out. So yeah, I don't know if we're going to, do any more scuba diving while we're here in Roatan, but... We're headed to Utila, which is a small island known for backpackers, hostels, mm-hmm. and dive shops. And that is a 45-minute to an hour boat ride to the west of us. Yeah, so closer inland. So on Monday, we'll... Well, Monday, whenever this gets released. <laughs> <laughs> on the 15th, we'll be uh, heading over to Utila, and we'll maybe do another dive over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I think I'll just stick to snorkeling at this point and see what utila has to offer because then we gotta you know we'll probably dive for sure in belize as well so if we had an unlimited supply of money we would just keep diving yeah hopefully we get cheap dives in belize too yeah (laughs) but it's awesome it's a whole underwater world i highly encourage it they do uh discovery dives if you're scared or you don't i had no idea because i didn't get i didn't dive until i was certified but apparently they'll take some people down that aren't certified so that's cool and they'll just like be right with you and hang out sometimes there's oxygen tanks uh, like Morgie did that one where there's oxygen above the water and it's just sent right. down through a big tube, basically. Yeah, and you're like in a big bubble helmet. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, you cool. just drop down 15, 20 feet, you know, yeah. and you're just kind of breathing from there. So mm-hmm. there's uh, just different ways to do it, but get underwater, check it out. Oh, yeah. and the guy, if you're oh. not a good swimmer or can't swim, they have oh, these little yeah. self-propelled rechargeable battery 
It's like a hoverboard. Hoverboard underwater? Underwater, You just yeah. like hang on to it with your hands or you can kind of sit on it and ride it and it will do all of the paddling for you. Yeah, was that guy like holding it between his knees? Yeah. He was like, so we've seen a lot of um, retirees yeah, here. Yeah, People of a certain age that... <laughs> Small <but>, whiteheads. <laughs> but everybody like scubas and snorkels yeah. and like everybody is super active in the water, which is super impressive. But yeah, we saw this one guy and he was cruising. And, and that's what caught your attention. You're like, there's no way this guy is swimming that fast. Cannot, his, his fins aren't kicking. He's not moving. <laughs> he is cruising underwater. Yeah. He has this like electric propeller... Psh mini jet ski thing underwater i might have to get me one of those <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us so we're probably gonna do another podcast about people soon sorry i know we're so slow so many people on those ones and that one's gonna be more of like oh remember when we were in mexico but yeah we'll keep you updated as we are traveling around roatan and then off to belize after that bye see ya <laughs>